You are about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of All Things Dreams with your host, Miranda McLaughlin. As a reminder, I'm definitely not an expert in dreams or dream interpretation, just something I find extremely fascinating. And for tonight's episode, we are going to be exploring night terrors. But before we get into that, let's just take a moment to introduce our guests for this episode. Hello, my name is Tanya. I am Amanda. My name is Devin. I'm the host's husband. <laughs> and try again. <laughs> I am Alice. And also try again. Sir. Sir. So those last introductions in reverse. Great. So thank you guys for um, taking a moment to pause from your intense Beat Saber activities. And give us a fucking upvote. <laughs> Five stars. You know it. Hey, that Spain, game is how's actually it going? amazing. Um, Highly recommend. <laughs> Give I feel like stars. we're all like a little bit red faced yeah. from getting a bit of a workout from playing that game. Is anybody like drinking it. red wine in here? No. <laughs> that would only no. ever be me. I only ever no. spill the red. No, 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 she she no, no, no. That is one of, one of yeah. my. One it might of as the well ep- be called "All Things Spilt." <laughs> no, for sure. One episode went about two minutes in, and then I had to just like scrap the whole thing because I had dropped my wine and had to clean it up, and I just started from scratch. I think. But, I and that twice, episode would have been so... like your best episode, but no doubt, it, it no never doubt. happened. Yeah. <laughs> whole episode scrapped, <laughs> but. For tonight, with this episode, as I mentioned, we're going to be looking at night terrors. And in case anyone who's listening or anyone in this room is not super familiar with um, what that entails, I'm just going to start with a baseline definition. So night terrors are episodes of screaming, intense fear, flailing while still asleep. And night terrors can be paired with sleepwalking which I think would be awful. And much like sleepwalking, night terrors are considered to be a parasomnia, which is basically just a fancy word for saying an undesirable thing to happen while you're sleeping. So you also might have heard other terms used for night terrors. Um, One is an incubus attack, which I've never heard of before. So in case you're familiar- Like the band? Like the band from the 90s? The guitarist just comes and starts wailing on you? There's specifically dreams about the band incubus, for sure. And they're very traumatizing. (laughs) I can kind of see that being true. Disturbing. And they're an undesirable thing to happen while sleeping. We are sorry, incubus. So sorry. (laughs) But if you've heard of incubus attacks and not- Night terrors, they're the same thing. Um, And also, if you've heard of sleep terrors, that's also the same thing. As a night terror? As a night terror. So sleep terror, (laughs) night terror, and incubus attacks are all the same thing. So sleep terrors just happen in the daytime. Yeah, um, as opposed to night It's terror. like a nap one? <laughs> nope. Day terror. Same exact words. Nap terror. To refer to the same exact thing. But I did want to clarify, um, some people when they hear the term sleep terror, they assume sleep paralysis. Those are two very different things. I would like to learn more about sleep paralysis. So 
Alex, <laughs> since you've piped up a little bit, do you want to explain what, just in high level, what a sleep paralysis episode entails, like generically, just for any listeners yeah. who... It's an episode of this podcast. Yeah, number like five back. <laughs> episode <laughs> seven of season one. I was going to say seven. <laughs> Check it out. It you can literally scroll down. Okay, but just the Cole's <laughs> Notes version. What is sleep paralysis? Sleep paralysis is when you wake up, your brain is awake but your body is still asleep. So you can't move. You're completely paralyzed. Mm -hmm. So it's actually kind of the opposite of, of night terrors because with sleep paralysis, your, your eyes are open, you're looking around, but you're paralyzed. Where, whereas with night terrors, your eyes are closed. Generally, they might not be actually, I'm, that's not necessarily true, but your body's moving all around while you're still asleep. So sleep paralysis, paralyzed, night terrors. Generally, you're flailing all over the place, screaming, but you're still asleep. Hitting you're not me in awake. the face. Yeah. So a little more info on night terrors. These attacks generally begin early in the night, up to three hours after falling asleep. And the episodes generally last about three minutes and usually end with the person returning to sleep. And people experiencing a night terror don't usually recall that episode or what right. they were dreaming about at the time. Which I think is good. Yeah. The best. <laughs> yeah, if it's that traumatizing, yeah. just like leave it behind yeah. you. <laughs> it's more traumatizing for the people around them who yes, saw them flailing. Exactly, and, like, and yeah. we'll we'll get into that for sure in a little bit more detail when we do a little bit of uh, swapping of stories. Um, but I'd also like to note that even three minutes, which they said is more commonly the length of time of a night terror, is a really long time to be like screaming your like screaming at the top of your lungs, flailing your arms, kicking, and like it's like a free workout though that you don't remember doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, that seems kind of handy. Wake up in the morning like sweating and panting, jacked, and, like, <laughs> super jacked. What have you been doing, night terrors? <laughs> Listen, if I can and, work out in my sleep, that would hey, be ideal. So I'm going to talk a little bit um, shortly about things that can trigger night terrors. So Perfect. I was going to share them as a way to avoid them. But if you're looking for a new workout routine, <laughs> like Amanda, this is the hottest new craze, <laughs> night terrors. <laughs> All right. Well, the the other thing I wanted to get into is what can be a little bit of the symptoms of them. So I, I gave a pretty high level definition, but I wanted to dig a little bit deeper um, just to explain some common things that are at play when someone's having a night terror. And so in addition to like thrashing, flailing your arms and legs, some people also sit up or even like get up out of their bed and start walking around. And uh, we've also talked about sleepwalking in the past as well. And again, referencing how it can be dangerous to actually interact with somebody who's in that state because they're in their head, they're in like a nightmare state. And so they're not really aware of what's happening around them. So they could actually hurt people in the room. So be careful of that if you interact with someone who's having a night terror, especially if they're walking around. The other thing is, well, as you guessed, rapid heart rate, <laughs> which makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. uh, sweating. Again, you're getting that workout. Yeah. <laughs> um, appearing frightened or distressed. Uh, they can be hard to awaken too. So that's another thing too. Like if you're trying to wake them up, they might end up injuring you before you wake them up, depending mm -hmm. on what strategy you use. Um, they also can be really confused when they come to. 
the other thing, which I find really creepy, is they actually, while this while they're fast asleep and in this state of terror, could be staring wide-eyed as though they are awake, but not responding to any stimuli. So that's why I backtracked a little bit earlier on when I said, yeah. their eyes are closed and what have you. That's really they may creepy. Not be. Yes, I would not. I've, I've never seen someone in that state before. No. Thank goodness. Um, knock on wood. I've been told I sleep with my eyes open. That is creepy AF. But it's not like fully open. I don't know. I think it's probably something like yeah. That's a little bit. That's a little bit better because it's different. I think for you to be like partially open than to someone to be like staring at you and you're like, uh, hello, or them to be like out of their mind in fear and like thrashing and staring and you're like, "Uh, what is happening right now? So. Any, anyways, I feel like that would be absolutely terrifying. Um, and so aggressive behavior is actually really common with night terrors, especially with adults. You punched me. Oh, that's a little foreshadowing of the story we'll be telling soon. I thought you meant foreshadowing of what's going to happen right now. <laughs> no, no. It's <laughs> a little foreshadowing. Kevin, yeah, if you don't shut up. No, not at all. Um, and then, as I mentioned, not remembering the event. So if a person does remember the dream, it will probably involve something very frightening to them, but normally they won't remember. And I think that also plays into the occurrence that people normally go back to sleep after the right. night terror. So they're much, you're much less likely to remember when... Like a REM dream, like of any kind. Where yeah, so you're going to go into sleep. other cycles of sleep and all that stuff Harder before you actually come to. Exactly. Um, that's kind of what you're looking at when we're, when you think about night terrors. Yes. A question in the back, Alex. Um, what is the difference? So you said that sleepwalking is a feature of some night terrors. Mm-hmm. What make, what's the difference between just normal sleepwalking and a night terror or someone sleepwalking? Is it just the so, fear element? So with the night terrors, it's specific to being in a state of fear okay. and you, and so you could be absolutely harmless and calmly walking around sleepwalking mm-hmm. but with a night terror the terror part is very it's included for a reason okay. in, the, in the name itself another question yeah what's up you didn't raise your hand <laughs> I, know. I just shot it out there amanda if people have their eyes open in the night mm-hmm. terror can they sometimes interact with their surroundings like are they seeing yeah things I, I think and like interjecting like other things so into i think theirs? so because okay. this reminds me of the episode where there were like the sleepwalk killings, which is um, an earlier episode this season. And someone was actually able to drive while sleepwalking. So it's like That's a mix. Driving. Sleep driving. Yeah. <laughs> Not that my movie bad. that took place in a waiting room for like 45 yes, minutes. Yes. Yes. You were thinking of the one that you found very, very boring. Yes. Hillary Swank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roll of a lifetime. Yeah. So, so basically there's, you can't see me if you're listening to this podcast, but I'm doing this really complex visual of mm-hmm. demonstrating how when your eyes are open during a sleepwalking She's experience, just interlocking her hands it's together. like dream Barely. world, sleep world, interacting it's like your with instincts each other. Or you're like id, like the way that you function to do mm-hmm. things that you don't even think about mm-hmm. will still work. Yeah, and it you rely really really heavily on muscle memory. Right. And and that helps kind of navigate. Plus you're still seeing you like see your surroundings but you can like insert other things into yeah. those surroundings because yeah. it's actually a dream state. Kind of like sleep paralysis. Yeah. You're seeing the room, right. but you're also sometimes seeing things from like your dream mind interacting with that room. Right. Like season, one, do some, episode seven. season 1 episode 7 for more on 
sleep paralysis. It's like Pokemon Go. It's like Pokemon Go. That's also a great example. It is kind of like that. You're very correct. So, so with the sleepwalking, with the um, <laughs> night terrors, that would be horrible mm-hmm. to see that. Yeah. Because I know I once was sleepwalking and I tried to pee in a closet. <gasps> So still very fairly harmless to other people <laughs> in the room. A little more harmful to your surroundings. To myself and, and, and it was and fine. To your, what your waking self is in the for. closet because my parents wondered what I was doing coming yeah. out of bed and then they yeah. stopped it. Oh, it wasn't your closet. <laughs> no, it was out in the hallway. Um, but in I remember it being yeah. a toilet. So if you do, I a, if you do a peeing in your sleep episode. You're gonna have to come back. Oh my to gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I have so many peeing and peeing stories. Well, then we're, we're, we're definitely okay. gonna have to do an episode on that. But, <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, but since we're doing an Save episode them. on night terrors, stay tuned. I'm Learn. curious. I have some stories, and Devin will be able to share some of his experiences uh, as well. But I'm wondering for anyone else here, do, do you guys have any experiences where you've had a night terror that someone's told you about, or where you've seen someone else have a night terror? Yes. I see. I see. Uh, Alex nodding. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, the phone can't pick that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a sleep tower. Uh, sleep tower. Sleep tower. <laughs> a sleep tower, folks. I think this is beer number four or five. <laughs> uh, I had a sleep terror. Terror. Yeah. Uh, when terror. I was a kid. As a um, team, we can figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> There's five of us to yeah. say one word. Um, yeah, I had a sleep terror dream when I was a kid. Um, it was when I forget how old I was and I was told this by my father cause I don't remember it happening. Yeah. Um, but it was when I had a bedroom on the main floor of my house across from my parents' bedroom and my dad woke up to me screaming bloody murder. I mm-hmm. was just screaming at the top of my lungs. Were you saying any words or at screaming? The t- at the time I was just <clears throat> screaming. Um, and my dad shot out of bed. He, the way he told me the story, he thought that someone was in the house murdering me. Like Mm -hmm. I was just screaming at the top of my lungs. Um, and he ran to the bedroom and he like opened my door and he, and I was sitting up in bed and he, I never thought to ask if my eyes were open or closed, but he said I was sitting up straight in bed and he was like, what, what's happening? What's wrong? And I said, mom, put that stuff in my shoe again. Oh, snap. That'll get you going. And my dad said, what? And then I said. And then I just like lied back down mm-hmm. and then I like, and I don't remember this at all. How old were you about? I, I couldn't tell you. I, like, I remember moving to the basement. Middle to school, my new bedroom, elementary school. Probably like between those, like maybe like 10 or 12 years yeah. old. Um, Is that the only one that you're aware of or were there other ones? That's the only one that he's ever told me. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I have slept walk in the past, but I don't think it was a, a, a night a terror, night terror. Mm-hmm. but that's the only night terror that I've ever been told of. Mm-hmm. And I remember like waking up the next morning and my dad was like, like upset, like, like yeah. mad at me, but like not seriously mad. Like yeah. he's just like, you had this crazy dream where you're screaming and he told me mm-hmm. that. And so that's the only night terror experience that I have. But I... yeah, mom put that stuff in my shoe again. <laughs> How dare her. It was hubba bubba. It was Febreze probably. Like, Thanks mom. Amanda or Tana, did either of you guys ever have some experiences? I can't experiences? remember having them myself. I think my brother probably did mm-hmm. because he had a lot of wonky dreams where he would like get up and like sleepwalk and yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I can remember one story from like a trip that I was on mm-hmm. where a friend of mine <laughs> woke up and sat at the end of the bed and just like pointed straight ahead 
with like opened eyes and was like, look at all the children. <laughs> and then just laid back down and went to sleep. That's so scary. <laughs> and so that would be less of a night terror. Because yeah. she'd be less, because she, she doesn't sound like she was in no, a state like in of distress. like distress. Look at all the children. Where <laughs> yeah. she was like, there's so many children. But look was, at the children. But it was so creepy. Yeah, yeah. The oh, voice of it was like. Super creepy. Yeah. No doubt. I am not disputing But for her, that. I don't think it was a yeah. night terror yeah. yeah the only other experience i know of is like a friend of ours like younger daughter has mm-hmm. night terrors and she's told us some of those stories where like she's like only two and a half and yeah. like wakes up screaming and yeah. like she doesn't remember anything in the morning mm-hmm. like you said like she yeah. seems just like a normal kid but they have to like deal with mm-hmm. their two and a half year old just like waking up in the middle of the night yeah. and like screaming for mom and dad or like doing any of those like mm-hmm things that kind of sound terrifying. So. And as a parent, I'm sure it's hard to see, like, your children in distress, yeah. even though you yeah. know they're safe. Absolutely. Yeah, well, my parents had to deal a lot more with my sleep paralysis than they did. Yeah. When, like, that's the only night terror I've ever been told of. But, yeah. like, I remember, like, having recurring sleep paralysis dreams where mm-hmm. I call my parents in all the time. Yeah. So... Poor parents. Were they okay. like, it's happening again? <laughs> oh, your you, turn. You, you get, yeah, you, yeah, you get the typical, like, it's just a dream, go back to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but anyways, that's sleep process. That's a whole other episode in season one. That's Number the best episode. episode. Seven. Seven. That's 10 out of 10. Was that episode seven? It's right after six, but I think it's before eight. And okay. Alex is heavily featured in that episode. <laughs> I am the main guest. <laughs> Tanya, have you like ex- experienced or witnessed anything like that? Um, I haven't. But then again, I have slept by myself yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I would. However, I do wake up drenched in sweat by going... <laughs> And so mm-hmm. I don't know what I was doing before that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but. it could have been like an intense dream or it could have been a And normally it is. Normally yeah. it is something that's pretty intense. And then I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And then I don't remember it after that. But there is. Sheets aren't all moment. messed up, like moved oh. around and oh, stuff. Yes. But that's oh. a regular thing for. It is a it's regular, a regular thing, thing, for me, thing for me, so me I don't too. know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't be sure. Yeah. It makes sense. When I was growing up, I can remember at least one instance where my older brother was having a night terror and he was sleeping just like on the couch in the living room. And I like remember walking by and he was yelling, screaming, swearing, like cursing people out. And his arms were just punching, punching, going. I was like, I am not going near this person with a 10 foot pole because he would definitely accidentally hurt me. Right. Yeah. Um, so I just didn't do anything. I just kept walking. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right. He'll be fine in the morning. <laughs> Sorry. That was crazy. But my mom told me that he also had night terrors when he was younger and just hearing her voice would help snap him out of it. Mm -hmm. So Mm. when he would start like yelling and stuff, she would just be like, Dave, it's mom, like you're okay. And she would just talk to him and he would eventually calm down and relax. I guess it is like a surface level sleep, like any Mm -hmm. REM sleep, you're like right on the the edge of awake. But like, well, actually it says says that night terrors are caused by over arousal of the central nervous system during the transitions between your non-REM sleep and your lighter REM sleep. Okay. Okay. How does the screaming not wake you up? I I don't know. I don't know. So why don't, we so you mentioned that's what wakes me up. <laughs> Why don't we go into the instance in which you experienced me having a night terror, Devin? No, I wake myself up when I'm screaming. Okay, well we can still go into the instance where no, I mean you definitely wake him up when you're screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wakes up from like any noise. Yeah, yeah. So they're gonna be like, "Why don't we go to sleep now and just try?" We'll <laughs> film you. All right, here, hold on, give me a second. Do you need me to sing you like a lullaby? Yeah, go. 
think he needs melatonin. Go to sleep. Ah! <laughs> oh my gosh. That's Sorry. a good. I apologize. Are you awake? Because <laughs> I am. Jesus. It's in my ear. Did you want to? I have one I can tell if you want to wait a minute. I don't have one. Yes, you ha- you experienced me oh, having yeah, one. Oh, yeah, that's not me, though. Okay, yeah. No, but <laughs> the thing with night terrors is the person who witnesses it that You knows go more with your it. story. Okay. Because it I'll happened s- first. All right, we'll go chronologically. Sounds Perfect. good. Now, we're just going to take a quick pause to play a promo from a fellow podcaster on the Straight Up Streamed Network. And actually, we have a special treat because this podcaster is also a fellow Canadian. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Nothing Ever Happens in Canada. And I'm Canadian Girl. Do you like adventures, myths, legends, and learning about some of Canada's greatest moments in history? Well then this is the podcast for you. Join me every two weeks as we travel around Canada exploring things like mermaids, giants, lost gold mines, and we even stop once in a while to observe historical events and people. Come on over to the channel and join the crew by hitting that subscribe button today. You don't want to miss out on our next adventure. So, um, when I was in my first semester of university, away from home for the first time, um, and staying with a roommate in residence, I had the first night terror that I'm aware of. Um, I feel like I would have known about my other night terrors because growing up, like I'm one of eight kids Someone would have heard me and Mm -hmm. someone would have been like, oh my God, Miranda, I barely got any sleep last (laughs) night because of your stupid night terror again. Like, I feel like people would have talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't. So I think that was my first one or my first major episode. And basically what happened is it was in like the middle of the night and I was just like screaming bloody murder, kicking and punching and yelling things like stop get off of me and help like those are the like the words I like kept repeating over and over again and all I remember the next morning is that I felt really tired and like groggy and like I didn't sleep very well and my room and I didn't see my roommate first thing in the morning because she had already gone to classes so I saw her later that day and she was like so we need to talk. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, so do you have frequent episodes of screaming and <laughs> kicking and flailing in your sleep? And I'm like, I'm, I don't think so. And she's like, cause that is what happened last night. She, and then she explained to me what happened. And then she told me that she basically started um, piling up pillows on the edge of her bed in case I like got up and started walking and attacked her basically right. like she was very fearful and she said it went on Wait, for like are you gonna do that okay well, <laughs> it's, it's possible based on so i I'm have not to house tonight. too late you're already married i have not oh, done no. that yet um but she but she was basically scared that i would get up so she started but she said it went on for like three four five minutes mm-hmm. um so at that point i was feeling embarrassed and i also was kind of curious because i was like I'm surprised we didn't get a noise complaint or mm-hmm. no one checked in on us or anything because I was in residence. Mm-hmm. Um, and People so, in the next room and, would have been able to they, hear you. And they knew me too. So basically the, that day I went over and knocked on the door and was like, hey, uh, weird question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, did you hear anything strange last night? And they both like looked at each other and then like paused and like looked back at me and they're like, so it's funny you should ask because we woke up in the middle of the night and both like were like, did you hear that? And we thought we heard someone like yelling help 
from and like screaming. That's not funny. No. And then and then they're like, and then it went away. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I think that was me like having a night terror. And they're like, oh good, I'm glad you're okay. And then I left and I was like, I always felt kind of safe when I had been in early in residence because I just felt like if anything there's happened, around. there's people yeah. everywhere. And after that happened, I did not feel as safe because I was like, if someone had broken into our residence and attacked me, that's exactly what I would have been yelling. Like, stop, help. Yeah. Anyways. That's and why you got to yell fire. That's that's what people say. Yeah. People yeah. are more likely to come and see what's going on when people yell fire. <laughs> because which doesn't make sense. When you want to run away from fire. <laughs> no, like, it's no. that whole, like, you see an ambulance and wonder where it's going. Mm. You said okay. your roommate, like, stockpiled pillows to protect mm-hmm. herself though yeah. so did she know you were having a night terror like did she open your door and check no, no. she could see you. it's a room it's it's residence so we're so in the, the same, same room, room. The be- oh like, yeah it's that's even worse yeah so she could see me like oh so she the knew room. there was no one attacking you. yes okay <laughs> yeah so actually good question in case some residents were lived in a different a residence where so we had our own yeah. rooms yeah. There are like those like apartments. Yeah, that's what I lived in. Yeah. I, that's what I was thinking of. That you, like I had my own room in my residence. <laughs> my roommate's just like, 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 like I'm someone, sure she's fine. There's someone attacking Miranda. I wasn't picturing I wasn't picturing one room. I'm like, oh, okay, well she knows that clearly yeah. no one's there attacking. No, like our beds are probably across reached from each other. You, like, yeah, no, like, I, I, I know they the were kind a little of further residence. apart because because of the residence we were in, but uh not that far. Mm-hmm. But that was so that was my first one, which I thought I was again I was embarrassed about, but also like this is interesting. I didn't know I had these. Mm-hmm. And then a few years later is the occurrence that Devin got to experience. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, there's not much to tell because mm-hmm. I didn't have the dream. I just woke up and I thought she was being murdered. So Beside I, you. So put up a wall of pillows. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, so you like, have yeah. the cast. You're like, come yeah. between us. We were no. sharing, like... <laughs> set, the, set the context. About well, when was this? We Where were, were living we? in sin and we were <laughs> on a boat with like a twin bed. <laughs> There wasn't a lot of space. It was a double. We were pretty close. Like, you have to spoon. If you've been fighting, you got to spoon anyways. Like, it's just a thing. So, we're sleeping. It's like three in the morning, and I hear screaming, which is normal, so I just ignored it. But then she started flailing, and then she punched me in the face, and I thought that actually somebody else had punched me. So, I flipped out, rolled off the bed, and hit the light, and she was alone. So, then I thought she was being attacked by a ghost. Next logical explanation. Yeah, I, yeah. And then she woke up. Don't rule it out. Then she woke up and was like, "I don't remember." It's no, a long time it, ago. so I can I can fill in the blanks from here. Um, then he like grabbed my shoulders, shook me vigorously, and was like, "Run, run, run, run!" And then I was like, "What the fuck? What is happening right now?" Yeah, so I was like, "What?" And he was like, he grabbed my hand, put it on his oh, yeah, chest, and was like. Feel my heartbeat, and it was just like so. In in the research, it says the person with the night terror has an elevated heart rate. I would say the person beside the person having the night terror also has an elevated heart rate. Especially like pitch dark, she's screaming. You literally think someone's in the room, like attacking her. Yeah, because he woke you up like that. You were probably in mid REM sleep. Do you remember anything? No, I still remembered absolutely nothing. Crazy. And usually, I remember my dreams. Um, but also I was. 
Sometimes if you wake up to like an alarm or you're abruptly pulled out of it, that can also prevent you from remembering. Mm. And I was pretty abruptly <laughs> pulled out of I that state. Yeah. Yeah. But you fucking went right back to sleep. Like you literally, ro- <laughs> the lights were on. You're just like, you're like uh, pacing in the just corner. Just rolled over, room. went back to sleep. And I'm like, I guess I'm up. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> go play Mario Kart. This is fucking stupid. This is my life now. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. My bad. So... What I wanted to touch on next was actually just some things around what can promote night terrors. So things to avoid if you are a regular person. So Devin and things dream. to test out if yeah. you want to get that new workout routine we talked oh, about. Yeah, yeah Devin, <laughs> if you want a night terror, listen it. up, do all the options. This is dream. So the next piece is around what can make you more predisposed to having night terrors or what can make you more likely to have them. One of them being sleep deprivation. Another being consuming caffeine. Also, if you are sleeping in an unfamiliar or uncomfortable environment. I have done that. You've done that? You've slept in an uncomfortable or unfamiliar environment? Is that yeah, what that in was? Your bed no, next I to knew you where I was. I was poking because I didn't know where I was. <laughs> when? It was in, I don't know. I was in a hotel once. Did you have a night terror? I don't think it was. I don't know. I woke up screaming, but I knew I was in a in a room, and I was like screaming and walking along the wall, but mm-hmm. I was like awake. Mm-hmm. Wait, What? In yeah, the dream, this, he was. Oh uh, no, 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 no! This is in real, real life. life you were oh. I was awake. So like that's you were why, sleepwalking. Yeah, like imagine waking up. I've never up, heard about this. Imagine, I don't think I've ever told you. I, no, imagine you waking haven't. up and you don't know where you are, mm-hmm. and for some reason you can't remember. I haven't been drinking. I was too young for that. Oh, that's a lie. Yeah, I could have been, <laughs> been drinking. Could have been, but wasn't. But I woke up and I didn't know where I was, and I was like screaming and walking along the wall looking for a light switch of some sort and then I hit it and I was like oh yeah went back to sleep like how are you <laughs> screaming like full like, like, like you like, 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 yeah 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 okay. but like where the fuck <laughs> exactly. am I like, like I woke up and saw okay so you had been sleeping how old were you I it was no I was awake it really has nothing to do with dreams. It's just me panicking. <laughs> but you were, like, afraid. I so woke you woke up afraid. That's a day up, terror yeah. right there. I woke then, up afraid and confused. That sounds like you had a deeper sleep than what you were used to having. <laughs> like and when you just, came out of it. Do you mean you just woke up and didn't know where the light switch was? <laughs> I think maybe. Like, the wall for no, where the light no, switch was? No, I think. <laughs> it sounds no. like he was in an unfamiliar room. <laughs> because that's just nothing. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, well, I I feel like what you're saying is you came out of a dream uh, where you no, were that already wasn't afraid. Necessarily a dream. I just lost the light switch. Amanda's <laughs> trying to help. Listen, Devin. I don't know what to tell you, man. So, thank you for that. Oh, that was I'm so gonna good. go through a couple other things that can promote night terrors. One time I woke up and I didn't know where the light was. <laughs> it is was this, terrifying. Is this pertinent and I was afraid. <laughs> I hope that doesn't get you. It's amazing. <laughs> no, not get so, so, did Thanks I mention fever? I don't think no I mentioned problem. fever. So, fevers, especially in children, can promote night terrors. So can stress. So can light or noise in the room or an overfull bladder. Or possibly genetic factors. So, like with me, both me and my brother had them. So maybe that's a thing in our family. Um, migraine headaches. Uh, if you get a lot of those, if you are in physical or emotional stress, or um, if you use or abuse some medications or alcohol. 
And I checked one, two, three, four, five, six items off of this list. I was going to say, this list sounds like me. I was going to say, me and you could check you off a you always have a full bladder? And, but like, I think I <laughs> can That's check actually, a lot yes. and I don't think I've ever had one. You guys need so, to go pee, like, right you now. Said <laughs> I didn't realize fever dreams all were things. night terrors. They're not night terrors. It just means when you have a fever, you might be more likely to get a night terror. That's yes. Weird. But... But Those would be the times that they wouldn't have said, oh, you were screaming. It would yeah. be like, oh, you were sick. Those are yeah. what costs. But they were always Those very Like intense. when you were little, you mean. I when I was little and still now yes. having fever well, dreams, I would wake up on the other side of the bed. Oh, jeez. Like, the whole flipped list? around. Because mm-hmm. so. I would have said trauma. I don't think you said trauma. So I'm you? about to mention something else. Oh. A little foreshadowing again, Devin. Shit, right. <laughs> Get ready. She's going to punch you. So this was a generic list for everything. But when we're talking about... Night terrors in children. Children with ADHD um, tend to be more predisposed to night terrors. And we're talking about adults. Adults with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. or who have bipolar or depression or anxiety. All of those factors can make adults more likely oh, to have night terrors. Because we all have anxiety. Yeah. If like severely like crippled. If it's, well, it just, it's not like a, oh, if you have this level of anxiety... Voila, you get night terrors. So if you have a it's, fear of heights causes anxiety, you have night terrors with heights. Nope. It, it, what it, happens if you have anxiety these, caused by sleep terrors? Again, no. Nope, it doesn't. Anyways. Like never wake up. <laughs> All this is saying is that these are a variety of things that can make someone more predisposed or more likely, but it doesn't necessarily equate to someone having night terrors just because you have one or multiple of these. Do you I feel get like a more... lot of those things are just stressors. So yeah. like and that's and, and when you look when we talk in the past, we talked about sleep paralysis, we've talked about sleepwalking, a lot of these same types of things come up. It's again when we're looking at those parasomnia, is that right. what it was? Uh, experiences, those mm-hmm. undesirable sleep experiences. Yeah have a lot of really similar triggers. Like even sleep deprivation is a form of bodily stress, right? Yeah, like everything exactly. is just like you are stressed. Your yeah. system is stressed. Exactly. So <laughs> keeping in mind all the things that can trigger or make you more predisposed, um, you can start to probably guess some of the things that can help from a treatment perspective or from an avoidance perspective. So having good sleep patterns and sleep routines is helpful. Having um, a space that feels like safe and regular and comfortable helps and reducing or eliminating your, your caffeine intake um, mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. So if you look at the list of basically things that trigger it, anything you can do to manage your stress. And for some people, if it's that they're experiencing things like PTSD or anxiety or depression, um, having treatment for those underlying factors can help uh, prevent having night it's terrors. sometimes a symptom of exactly. like, something else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so it's less about focusing on addressing the night terror and more about addressing something else that's linked to it. Right. Nothing lowers exactly. my stress more than making sure that before I go to bed, I have a nice wall of pillows. <laughs> <laughs> and, then well, I and the light switch needs to be really handy. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much makes you immune to being harmed by someone with who's having a night terror. It's just your pillow wall. Yeah. That is the Or safety. harming himself. Where did she punch you in the face? Like in on your nose? <laughs> like, no, During like the night terror. Cheek, nose, she was on the jaw. Side. She was on my right. Yeah, I was on the inside. So she would have... I think what it was, I mean, I'm jab uppercut. It woke me up. No, it was like the backhand, like, like a left arm. Like, ooh, like a backhand like, slap. It, it, it just kind of like, well, it was like a fist, like not. A, that's it like was a power fist, move. But it was like a backhand punch. Like ah. I don't know how. It, I didn't know. I think that's what <laughs> yeah. it was. When I was having Again, a night terror. It was, <laughs> it was dark and it woke me up. You should have a night terror back. 
Still. But I, I haven't didn't. had a night terror in like since that 10 one. years. Since you got rid of the stress in his but face. No, and and like I feel like I have had less stress and less mm-hmm. trauma um, having done like counseling and things like that for things I experienced in the past. And I think that that was really helpful. Um, but on a related note, um, when I went to Halifax recently, so Halifax is like Atlantic Canada region. I went to a podcast conference there and one of my hobbies has been collecting books about dreams. And I particularly like going to used bookstores and getting like older books about dreams. And this one bookstore that I happened upon, the person who was working there that day was actually has a side gig doing dream interpretation. So that was just felt like happenstance. I'm just like, oh, look at this. This is so interesting. So what probably would have been like a quick in and out of a bookstore, like I stayed there for like an hour, just like asking her like question after question after question. Which is amazing. She was super accommodating. She like, you could tell she was one of those people who just loved to like share stories. She was into it. She hit the silent alarm. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting for the police to take you away. She did way more talking (laughs) than I did asking questions. I could, I could, I felt that she was enjoying herself, that she had like a a willing ear to listen to like all of her experiences that she had. And one of the things I was curious about, just because um, a lot of the research I'd been doing about like dream interpretation, like you have things to work from, be like, oh, what does it mean when this pops up in your dream and that pops up in your dream? But with night terrors, like at least me personally and what's the most common experience is that you don't remember anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I don't really have anything to go on. Like, why do I get them? What, yeah. what are these all about? And what she had said, she gave two explanations. Um, her first explanation was that, um, and she focused on it in adults, um, but she was saying that if you get a night terror, it can be a premonition of like a traumatic Um, thing that's going to happen like uh, being like assaulted or something like that depending on what you say or do yeah so that was a creepy thing it's Mm -hmm. weird that she said premonition because you don't remember it yeah so but she said based on what people tell you you say so So like if you're being attacked you had a premonition of him getting punched in the face (laughs) no (laughs) i mean it came he just got punched (laughs) yeah But, but basically, so she was saying it could be premonition or she said it could be, um, like an echo of a past experience where you're like reliving the trauma. And, um, when I was thinking back to when I'd had those experiences of the night terror, one was before I was like assaulted in university. And then the other was like early in my relationship with Devin afterwards. So I was like, both of my experiences kind of fit her explanations um, not that I fully buy into premonitions. It was just one of those things where it was, like, it was eerie. That's what I was going to ask too, is like if any of the context you were told, the things that you said during your night terror mm-hmm. reminded you of events in your mm-hmm. life, whether. Yeah. yeah. So they did <laughs> and yeah. in an unsettling way, <clears throat> excuse me. And I know this is a bit darker <laughs> in terms of content, ma- the subject matter, and I won't get into the details of uh, my, my experience, but just to say that it, it was traumatic and it was something that um, I, I can see how there would be linkages in terms of my personal experiences and night terrors compared to what I researched and what they were, mm-hmm. uh, what the research says regarding um, possible linkages and what this random woman in this bookstore um, was giving as an explanation. So it was just one of those things that Crazy. kind of, yeah, it just made me think and kind of like re, uh, 
like look back and kind of mm-hmm. re ponder about it. But anyways, um, is linkages a word is re ponder a word. <laughs> <laughs> linkages makes me think of sausages for some reason. You can do you can have linkages. Linkages is definitely I mean, a word. Re ponder. I feel like you can put re in front of any word. I, would like <laughs> I think you can re hyphen. Uh, uh, you could just say links. Yeah, links. Is a good <laughs> word too. Nope. Linkages. I like I'm, it though. I'm fancy. <laughs> Listen, it's great. I'm into it. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are looking to address sleep terrors, address those underlying factors. It's probably a word, and we all look like assholes it's right now. Very true. If it 100. Let's be honest. We'd look like assholes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But if you also like do things to relax yourself before you go to bed, and um, just try to focus on. Not so much the night terror, but what might be linked to the night terror. Mm-hmm. But this, my dear friends, brings us to a very special part of the episode. <coughs> Can you guess? <coughs> Dream facts. Dream. 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 Uh, Dream facts is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Us. <laughs> Built-in laugh track. <laughs> all right, get your buzzers ready, okay. folks. We are all set and ready to roll with a few questions. Here, put your knee, put your hand there, and then lift up your wrist like this. Boom! There's your buzzer. <laughs> Done. We have our technician Seven. on site. <laughs> all right. Do you think night terrors are more common in adults or children? Buzz. Buzz. I got it first. You slapped first. Alex said buzz first. Hell yeah. Well, you said that was the buzzer. You got a buzz, man. <laughs> you have to talk children. while I slap. You say children? Devin, what do you say? Children. You are both correct. Follow-up question. Most common within what age group of children? Buzz. Buzz. What do you, how big of an age range do I need to give? Under 10? Wait, there's questions that is like after buzzes? almost perfect. Under 12. <laughs> under 11 it's like up to age seven okay. so it's and it really, it's that like little kid young, stage mm-hmm. yeah like they're out of being a toddler but they're yeah yeah exactly so ages three to seven um but it's it becomes less common when kids reach around eight or so um but that's the most common age group is okay. seven and under can i ask a question in the middle of dream facts What's up? Whoa. What is the trauma for these children at that no, age? No, it, it, that it's that was part that was specific to adults. Okay, that is only yeah. okay. That well, I'm sense. sure. I'm sure if a child experiences trauma, that is more likely. Yeah, but yeah. that was why that part was separate from the bigger list. And I feel like for kids, like their he level of trauma, trauma is hilarious. Apparently, <laughs> children she asked trauma. if she could ask a question during dream pass, as if it was like this. It's very taboo. Sanction. Listen, maybe she's not even saying it. It's a sacred. It's a sacred part of the episode. It's all about consent. Can, can I? Can I ask a question, please? You raised your hand earlier. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm just polite. All right, we got two more questions, folks. Are you ready for this? Yes. Start buzzing, people. What percentage of children get night terrors? Buzz. Buzz. Alex. I'm gonna say seventy percent. No way. No. Devin, you 24. Have... Closer. 13. Closer. 9. Closest. Tanny is the closest, so she kind of wins. Again, we're looking at that lucky Get number up. 7. Oh. So it's up to, this. the studies vary, but it's up to about 7% of really? children. I yeah. said 7 randomly before the question started. 
Premonition. Are you having a night terror? Wake up, Devin. Wake up. Premonition night terror. Um, but about 7% is generally the max that the studies come out with mm-hmm. in terms of children hmm. um, having night terrors. And one last final question. Buzzers ready. What percentage of adults get night terrors? Buzz. That was, yeah. You have to okay. say buzz. Buzz. Tanya's first. Sorry. Tanya, go ahead. 3%. Very, very close. Buzz. I was Four. going to Devin since he was kind of the follow-up. You went the wrong direction. 2%. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> About 2% of adults get night terrors. And apparently, lucky myself and Alex and maybe Tanya amongst those. So one of you is lying. <laughs> no, I said I don't know. I'd say in this group, that's a very had, large percentage. I've only ever had one when I was a kid, not an adult. So. Yes. So you'd be in the 7%, 7% yes, age group. Currently, it's so 60%. He's not lying. <laughs> no, I said I'm a maybe. That being said, me. Alex and Tanya have a lot of dream stuff yeah, happening, yeah, which yeah. is really probably why we're so interested in this Tanya, topic. Alex it's a biased I. group. I mean, I don't know how many <laughs> academic studies we could put out there with a sample size of five anyway. <laughs> Very true. It's you pretty guys anecdotal. Have all the dreams. We have movie We balance that out with star. Devin, who doesn't dream Devin, at all. Devin, the star so. of all yeah. things dreams. Uh, you know it. And on that note, thank you all for joining for another episode of All five Things stars. Dreams. Ah! Oh, sorry. I was having Take a care, folks. <laughs> Bye. 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 This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com.